We're in an Amazon fulfillment center, getting to know some of the, I guess you could say, employees. This is Scott. We overworked him to death in January, and his productivity has been through the roof ever since. You see, all of Amazon's employees at this warehouse died sometime in the past year, but that buzzing you hear is Amazon's ingenious way to keep them working for the company past their deaths. No surprise there. This is the company that pioneered two-hour shipping. And Ian, the workers here are even more productive as dead bodies than they were when they were alive. Whoa, he took a swing at me. Well, stay out of his way. Today on the program, how the amazing folks that run Amazon have improved employee productivity even after they've died. Hello everyone, and welcome to Wealthy, a podcast for the newly super rich. We offer those who have inherited fortunes and have acquired obscene wealth guidance into the world of the elite. We're your unrich hosts, Bethany Stanward and Ian Walford, two middle-aged interns at the Institute for Wealth with little in our lives, assigned to do the degrading work of creating a podcast for the superior life forms we serve. Amazon is a global giant. It is rightfully wiping out retail across the nation, leaving hollowed out communities festering with opioid epidemics and high mortality rates. And the future is only getting brighter. And the company can credit its incredible growth to their many innovative cost-saving human rights abuses, like the one Amazon's Jessica McMillan showed us at a warehouse in New Jersey. In many of our European factories, our fulfillment center specialists, that's Amazonian for scummy warehouse worker, wear these wristbands that vibrate. When a worker is sorting products, the wristband vibrates when it's near the correct bin where the product goes. Controlled through Bluetooth, the wristband sort of thinks for the employee, only quicker and always accurate. Unfortunately, since Europe is entirely communist, we can't use the wristbands there the way we can use them here in the U.S. It's quite a remarkable sight to see in action. There's nearly 200 dead bodies covered in these vibrating wristbands all over the warehouse, just squirming around and working nonstop. It's like watching ants. Yes, I see all people as ants too. I just mean these particular workers. This New Jersey Fulfillment Center has been free of human life for nearly a year now, and Jessica wants to keep it that way. Just climbed a wall of shelves in seconds. Wow, they don't even break a sweat. They're dead, Ian. Well, they move around so much you forget that. According to Jessica, an employee that dies on company property can still be legally employed by Amazon. And they always die on company property. We make sure of it, which is why we keep ambulances at our fulfillment centers. So if a terminally ill employee is about to die off-site, we can retrieve them from their hospital room and bring them to the warehouse. A reverse ambulance system. Few companies are this generous to their employees, be they alive, dead, or just dying. I mean, imagine working 80-plus hours a week at Amazon, only to die somewhere other than your workplace. Your body would be buried in a lazy cemetery producing no wealth for Jeff Bezos. I guess you can't do too much about the smell of literal death in the warehouse, can you? Why would I? I love the smell. I love everything about them. Jessica clearly did not mind working with dead bodies. Hey, some jobs you have to work with dead bodies. Coroners, cops, now Amazon. With so many companies moving towards automation, I I have to ask, 
Why doesn't Amazon just automate these jobs? We use robots for some tasks, but dead human bodies can do dangerous work that we'd never subject company property to. Case in point, Jessica told us that when a fire broke out in the warehouse a few months ago, the dead workers were able to scurry in and retrieve nearly 95% of the inventory. Not every dead employee made it out. There was a lot of burning flesh to hear her tell it. But they were quickly replaced. Had that been machines, it would have cost the company hundreds of thousands of dollars. Ah! Ah, hell! I'm not dead, I'm alive! Alan's throwing himself against a wall. The wristbands have sensed that he's still alive, so they're going to finish the job. It's fine. He was going to die anyways. Besides, we need a steady supply of fresh dead workers to replace the rotting ones. You know, the bands aren't just on the wrists of these dead bodies. Should you really keep calling them wristbands? Why are you talking to me like that? I was... I was just... What the hell, Ian? Know your place! You don't think your dead body, strapped with wristbands, couldn't do a better job at podcasting than you? It could. You're right, it could. You are worthy, I am worthless. At Jessica's request, we did not edit out her humiliation of Ian. Even though Amazon exerts full control over this workforce within the warehouse walls, the company is debating what to do next with the technology. Some of our most profitable services aren't our deliveries at all. That's Trey Dishes, head of misery at Amazon. For example, our cloud computing services and the racial recognition technology that we sell to law enforcement. But if we were to sell the use of our wristbanded dead technology, it would give competitors too much of an advantage. But on the other hand, it would tighten the labor market overall so that the wages of living people would be significantly depressed, perhaps even permanently. A 100% unemployment rate? Sounds like the utopia the tech world has always promised. But then Amazon figured, why sell their dead workforce to competitors when they can sell them to their customers? Carcass, put those groceries away and check the pantry and make a list of food we still need. Which is why the ever-increasing number of dead warehouse employees are now available as a new product, Amazon Carcass, available to a select number of Prime members for purchase. I've been using Amazon Carcass for the last month, and it's everything I could have wanted. Carcass, water the kitchen plants. It's allowed me to downsize a lot of the help that I hire who I really don't want in my home anyways. A dead body is much more trustworthy. Here, Carcass, put the baby down for its nap. Imagine, a dead body that can do tasks around the house? Your home can be just like an Amazon warehouse. And it's actually more intuitive to boss around because it's more like bossing around a person than when you're using Alexa. You don't feel like you're ordering around a robot, but like you're ordering around a real person. Sometimes it takes a swing at me. Yeah, well, stay out of its way. What did you say to me? It was a slip-up. I apologize. Go to the floor. No, not you, Carcass. You, the unrich, go to the floor. Yes, I will go to the floor. Go to the floor and stay there. I am at the floor, and I will stay here. At Amazon's request, we left in Shelley's humiliation of Ian. 
Now in nearly 10,000 households across the country, the Amazon carcass is ready to revolutionize the home assistant game. That is, if a particular bug in the system can get worked out. Though they are programmed to remain within 100 yards of a customer's Amazon Echo device, many of the carcasses inexplicably make their way back to the Amazon warehouse in New Jersey that Jessica supervises. They keep getting drawn back to the warehouse, like drones, to a hive. I woke up one day and the carcass was gone, broke out through a window, and all the mirrors in my house were missing. Indeed, the carcasses that have been abandoning their posts have been returning to the warehouse with stolen mirrors, which they've used to construct a sort of jagged, towering antenna outside of the warehouse. They must be practicing for when company owner Jeff Bezos needs a rocket built. Beats me. As long as they keep getting the packages out to delivery without having to stop and urinate in bottles like human workers do, they can work on whatever extra projects they want no matter how mysterious or concerning it is. And as for Amazon's many other profit-maximizing techniques, those two will have to remain secret. For the Institute for Wealth, I'm Bethany Stanward. And I'm Ian Walford. This has been Welcome to Wealthy. Oh, and before we go, we'd like to end this episode with a prayer to you, our affluent listeners. Oh, wealthy ones. Ye who are strong, you are God, we are filth. We praise you, lords of earth, for you are the light and we smell of anus. We have no souls and you should step on our faces. Blessed art thou, you are the saints of cash and may drown us in rivers at your leisure. We belong in kennels and pigsties while you run the world. Throw dirt on us as we drink sewer water and eat diseases. Thou art triumphant, thou play the best guitar solos, Thou can pick us up and throw us. We worship you. We are worthless. 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 Amen. See you next time, everyone.